And I don't know about you guys, but I'm already different than I was when I walked in here this morning. I'm just reminded as the kids make their way downstairs that worship changes everything. Worship changes us. It reminds us of who we are, and it reminds us of who God is. It reminds us of who's in control of this chaotic world that we live in. And I don't know about you, but there are times when I need to be reminded of that, that God is sovereign, that God is in control, that He is the one who cast the stars in the sky. He is the one who created the heavens and the earth, and He is the one who counts every hair on my head and loves me like no other. When we exhale God's worth in worship, we inhale our own value and our own worth as those created in His image. First Chronicles 16, if you've got your Bibles with you, turn with me to First Chronicles 16 in the Old Testament. The chronicler pulls from Psalm 96 that, that, that you saw on the screen earlier, but First Chronicles 16 is one of the most beautiful pictures of worship, I believe, in all the Bible, in the way that it is articulated. The backdrop here is, is the return of the Ark of the Covenant after a long absence to Jerusalem. King David is, is dancing wildly in worship as, as, the, as the Ark comes into the city. And he's worshiping God upon its arrival and thanking Him for that. And the chronicler sort of sets the scene in worship this way, he says, Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim His salvation day after day. Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before Him. Strength and joy or in his dwelling place. Ascribe to the Lord all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory that is due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Beautiful. As I said, our team just returned Friday from Guatemala. And I'll be honest with you, coming in here this morning, um, it, it usually hits me not the day after the trip, but the day after that. And, man, I tell you, I wiped out this morning when I woke up. 
Um, Caleb left early this morning. Um, he's deployed with his unit to the Republic of Georgia, so we got up, you know, around five o'clock to to see him off and, and give him a hug. And when I got here this morning, I just wiped out. Um, and and then to worship the way that we have worshipped thus far, man, it changes everything. God infuses life into us when we give Him glory and when we worship Him. I mean, I feel like a totally different person than when I walked into the church this morning. And I hope you feel the same way when you leave today. We had another great week in Vista Hermosa with our friends there. Um, I think it's the fourth time, Robert, that you and I have, have been into the community, three times with teams here. Um, working alongside uh, the community, uh, just rubbing shoulders with them, praying together, playing together. I learned how to play marbles this week um, with kids. It was a blast. Um, but we encouraged them, and, and honestly, they encouraged us. And it's, it's, it's interesting in Guatemala, just the vastness and the beauty of God's creation surrounds you there there is nothing like it it is absolutely breathtaking i've never been anywhere quite the same i uh i took a picture um when we were uh in uh in antigua Uh, do you have that shot yeah um we were on a hill overlooking Antigua. This was our last day in country on Thursday. And uh, this cross, um, how, how tall do you think this thing is? Probably 15 feet, 15, 20 feet tall, this cross, uh, just on, on a pedestal on this hill overlooking Antigua. And that's a, that's a volcano, one of the threes that surrounds uh, Antigua in, in the background uh, there. And we stood on this hill, and, and we just, uh, it, was, it was hard to leave. I mean, it just, just how beautiful and breathtaking uh, it all was. And um, one of the active volcanoes while we were on the hill, a volcano um, called El, El Fuego, uh, it's the one that erupted uh, last year in 2018, killed 300 people um, on the backside of the mountain. Um, well, as we were looking at it in the distance, uh, it began to erupt um, and it began to shoot plumes of ash heavenward. Literally, almost just like, you know, on cue for us, this volcano just began to shoot these plumes of ash. It was absolutely stunning, um, surreal, and, and it was uh, a reminder for me and I think for all of us, man, of just the power and the magnitude of God's creation. In no words, you know, we just stayed there and just looked at it. And, and, and with the cross uh, sort of in the background of all this, um, it, it was, it was a, a surreal experience. Looking at the volcano, looking at all that surrounded us from this vantage point, man, it just made you feel small, you know, just, man, God is so big, God is so big. This is just a drop in the bucket of all that he has created, and as David said, man, who am I, who am I in the midst 
of all this. And then, you know, you look at the cross. And God tells you who you are. God tells you that you matter in the midst of all this vastness. The one who created all this. The one who, who made the heavens and the earth and the volcanoes and, and everything that we see and everything that we don't see. Everything that we understand. Everything that we don't understand. He made it all. And we can feel so small. But then when we see the cross, we're reminded poignantly how big we are. In the eyes of God. Created in His image. The chronicler says this. And I think it's appropriate. He said, tremble before Him. Not in fear as we think of it so often. But in awe. And in wonder. Of a God who could do all this. And yet a God who wants us by His side. A God who would do anything. A God who would go to the lengths of sending His own Son to the cross as a substitute for our sin that we might spend an eternity with Him. It's mind-blowing. Tremble before Him, all the earth. The world is firmly established. doesn't feel that way a lot of times, does it? He says it cannot be moved. In other words, God is in control. Regardless of how we feel, regardless of what the circumstances in our lives are telling us many times, God is in control. While we were in the community uh, this year, we were reunited um, with a friend that we had met uh, two years ago on a trip when we were there. Um, we went into to this gentleman's home. We, we prayed with him. We prayed for him. Uh, he's, the, he's the fella in the middle there with the blue shirt on. It's a Chick-fil-A shirt, by the way. Um, uh, we were a long way from a Chick-fil-A, I can guarantee you that. Um, and so we were reunited with, with Angel. Angel is his name, um, appropriately. Um, because of complications that he suffered at birth, uh, he, had he has great difficulty with controlling his muscles. He has great difficulty speaking and, and getting words out, and difficulty walking and, and just doing the, the simplest tasks. And, and so we're on top of this mountain up here. You know, there's not a whole lot of resources, especially for... Uh, a gentleman like that. And so, you know, life is hard enough if everything's working well for you up there. And you can only imagine the difficulties that uh, Angel has faced. When we visited him two years ago, um, he lived with his family. He is married uh, to a young lady who has, has some challenges herself. They have uh, at least one child. Um, one child, yeah. Um, and when we visited them uh, two years ago, we, we went into uh, what, what I would describe really as just a hut um, with, with a dirt floor. Um, they, no furniture, no nothing. Um, their dogs were living in, in the, uh, the house uh, with them. Uh, it was, it was a, a moving experience, let me put it that way. Um, 
Uh, the house was, from the moment we stepped in, was infested with fleas. And um, it was difficult to, to stay in there, to be honest with you. We spent time with him um, and, and, and prayed for him uh, and for his family. Um, and as Robert and I agreed, you know, as far as how to, to describe that experience, it was, it was pitiful. It was heartbreaking. Um, and I think we've seen a lot on, on these journeys and it was one of the most pitiful things that we had seen. And so what do you do in a situation like that? But, but just pray and give that to God and say, God, man, this guy needs help. You know, help just, I don't even know what, I don't know how, but can you help him? And uh, our, our visit this year uh, to see Angel, we were taken back to his house. And uh, we discovered that he had a brand new house. That uh, since we were there two years ago, um, he's got a brand new two-bedroom, or not two-bedroom, two-room house um, there. Uh, he's got two uh, brand new double beds in one room that, by the way, never looked like they'd never been slept in. So uh, I think he's just used to sleeping on the floor, to be honest with you. But he's got, we still have the, the clear covers on the mattresses, no sheets or anything back there. Um, and, uh, and so we were, we were amazed, you know, and, and Kirk Candler shared a little bit about this when he was here at our mission queue. Um, there was earlier this year, there was a group of Chick-fil-A operators that also partner in Vista Hermosa with us. Um, that's why the Chick-fil-A shirt there, he probably never takes it off. Um, they came in, uh, heard, uh, about Angel's plight, um, as the Catholic Church in the community uh, was already at work trying to do what they could to help uh, to help Angel, and so these guys came alongside, uh, supplied the resources, the money, the supplies, and the manpower along with the community to build him uh, this brand new home. Um, and it was a beautiful thing to see. And as we entered, man, it, it, you couldn't, and it was the same thing when we went two years ago, you couldn't wipe the smile off his face. I mean, his joy. And again, that wasn't just this year because he had a new house. It was the same two years ago. His joy is infectious. Whether he was living in a flea-infested Home sleeping on the floor or in a brand new home that some strangers had come in along with his church and provided for him. You know, in talking to him this trip, and again, just a smile on his face the entire time. He just loved having us uh, in his home. Um, he told us that for years he stayed up Every Saturday night, he stays awake all night on Saturday night. And he said he fasts all day Saturday. And then all Saturday night, he stays awake praying and worshiping. And when it rains, we don't come to church. He did this before. 
God did anything visible and tangible for him. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And he continues to do it today. He told us that he loves with, with, with what has transpired in his life with, with a new home and, and that kind of thing. He says he just loves for the story to be told of what God did for him. And so we tell it today as an expression, as the chronicler said, of worship, of who God is and how much God cares for even the smallest things in our lives. I want to invite Gary and the team to, to come back on stage as we're once again reminded with angel in the background, <laughs> that worship changes things. It changes things. When we acknowledge God's worth, when we acknowledge who God is and who we are, when we receive the value that He has assigned to us in His Son, it changes everything. When we exhale God's worth, when we worship, we're able to inhale our own value as those created in His image. And in our lives as in angels' life, God honors those who worship Him. We were created, we were made to worship God. That's why we're here. To ascribe to Him glory and honor. And let me ask you something this morning. What's at the top of your list? I mean really, what's at the top of my list? What are you worshiping? Is it the creator of the heavens and the earth? Or is it something that's been created? Gary's going to come now and just really give us an opportunity <laughs> to respond. Give us an opportunity to be changed by worship. Gary.